Welcome to the Conscious Classroom Podcast, where we're exploring tools and perspectives that support educators and anyone who works with teens to create more conscious, supportive, and enriching learning environments. I'm your host, Amy Edelstein, and I'll be sharing transformative insights and easy-to-implement classroom supports that are all drawn from mindful awareness and systems thinking. The themes we'll discuss are designed to improve your own joy and fulfillment in your work and increase your impact on the world we share. Let's get on with this next episode. Hello, welcome to the Conscious Classroom Podcast. My name is Amy Edelstein. I'm really excited today. We're going to do something a little bit different. My brand new book the uh, called Adventure in Zanskar, A Young Woman's Solitary Journey to Reach Physical and Metaphysical Heights is has just been released. And I'm super duper excited and I can't wait to share it with you. Uh, it's a powerful and profound story. And it's true. It's all true. It's about a very unusual and extraordinary journey that I took in 1983 before GPS, before cell phones, before good maps of the high Himalayas. And I walked on my own for more than 500 kilometers in the highest valley in the world, in way North India, on the westernmost tip of the Tibetan Plateau. It's a valley called Zanskar. It's the oldest Buddhist valley in the world. It's said to have been Buddhist since the second century CE. And the people there, what I saw, what they taught me, what I was able to absorb, really did set the course of my life for the next almost 40 years. I really was able to tap in to a way of living, a way of being, a philosophy, and a set of values where they created this extraordinary ease, happiness, joy, laughter, contentment, depth, and beauty. So I'd kept a journal at the time and I carried that journal around with me ever since 1983 and all of my moves all around the world, teaching here, teaching there, doing lots of long retreat. But these were two little Indian copy books that I never threw away. I never left behind because their story seemed so important to tell. Andrew Harvey, who offered uh, to read the book in advance of its release, uh, said, this thrilling book takes us into the heart of the one of the most powerful spiritual places on earth, Zanskar. It's a must read for all those who love and recognize the healing power of place. And I thought I would just share a little bit of that with you today and encourage you to buy your copy on amazon.com, easiest place to get it. You can get a Kindle, you can get a paperback, you can get a hardcover gift book. 
it's really a story for those who love adventure, those who love to think, and those who are curious about how to reframe their interpretation of their own lives, to begin to think differently about how we think and about our daily efforts so that we can see our own journey towards depth, towards our higher potentials in, in, the, in our surroundings, whether they're as unusual as 16,000 feet at the rooftop of the world looking down on snow mountains, or they're as mundane as watching squirrels chasing each other in the parking lot across from our house. We can reframe and recontextualize our lives in extraordinary ways. And this uh, pilgrimage that I took to the Himalayas, not to a place, but to the nature, because I love the mountains so much, for me, shaped my life because it had to do with the way I thought about things and the way I got clear about what was important. What came out of that time marked me and really set the foundation for the principles of the Conscious Classroom and the Inner Strength Foundation that I was to create a few decades later. I thought I'd read just a short passage. I, I didn't have anything particular. And then I just opened the book and I thought, well, why don't I just read from where I opened? So the setting is the highest valley in the world. The valley floor is 3000 meters or about 9000 feet high. In the mountains, when you walk there, they go up and down from there. There were no uh, nav navigable roads at the time. There was no electricity in the valley. There was no running water. Uh, and life was very stark and very beautiful. So here's a description of the first large the first high pass that I went over, which was called Pensila. Pensila is very different, very zen. The mountains look like humpbacked whales breaching the surf, blue-black rocks scarred by streaks of white ice and snow. It was quiet, so quiet. No chirping of forests or farmers, just rock, snow, wind, and the path beneath my feet. The climb to the pass was gradual. The Dota River poured out of the Drangdrung Glacier's mouth and dropped deep down to the east on my right. The valley narrowed and a tunnel of snow mountains on either side hugged me. I headed up. I could feel the air thinning, clarifying, calling for more. It was a paradox, 
The climb demanded both more focus and more expansion. Too much focus in, I'd lose my way or feel discouraged by the intensity. Too much expansion out, I'd slip and stumble and become dizzy by the heights. Such was the way in meditation as well. Open awareness in meditation creates a sense of sharp, clear, wide open non-restriction. The spirit can soar, freed from the dead weight of thoughts. In meditation, I could just be, neither moving towards nor away from. Walking up to the pass, in spite of the surface layer of my thoughts, I had that same sense of being deeply attentive and non-judgmental, neither liking nor disliking, neither bringing together nor dividing. So it's just a little short passage from this 500 kilometer journey, sleeping in caves, meeting llamas, uh, having body times with raucous women, experiencing what felt like black magic, um, coming out the other side with a deeper sense of what's really possible for our human family to do. I really had the sense and still do that we can create harmony on earth, that we can create a beautiful world where life is as it is with ecstasy and discouragement with loss and with gain, with insight and with boredom. But the fabric of that world is one of care and love, of harmony and equanimity, and of a deep and profound consideration of the ripples that we create with all of our actions and how they extend from generation to generation. There's so many dimensions of this book and so many stories and just so many different lenses that you can use to understand it. I think that you'll really enjoy it. If you've been enjoying the insights from the classroom, you'll get a different look at uh, the way of thinking that I was applying in the high mountains and in exploring other cultures that has brought a different kind of sensitivity into the classroom. So enjoy. The book is called Adventure in Zanskar. I'll put a link in the show notes and I hope you read it. Uh, please write a review. If you share your authentic thoughts on Amazon, it will help them share this book with other people who might enjoy it. And you can always drop me a line, let me know what you think. Take care, be well, and till next time. Thank you for listening to The Conscious Classroom. I'm your host, Amy Edelstein. Please check out the show notes on innerstrengthfoundation.net 
for links and more information. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend and pass the love on. See you next time.